When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is an interesting, interesting divisional playoff weekend. Patrick Mahomes is the most pressure on him. I know that's crazy. We got into that a bit, but we get more right now into Matthew Stafford and the Rams going into Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. San Francisco and Green Bay as well. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker presented by Progressive Insurance and You know, I look at the Rams, Harry, after this past week, and they absolutely took care of business and made it clear from the get-go against the Cardinals that they were going to be in complete control. Matthew Stafford does still have quite a bit of pressure on him this weekend. Just because he got playoff win number one does not mean that it is all wiped aside because he was not brought to Los Angeles to win a wild-card game. He was brought to Los Angeles to win the Super Bowl. And while it's an incredibly difficult assignment to go to Tampa Bay, let's call it what it was. This past week, he handed the football off quite a bit. And it wasn't one of those games he had to go win. I have a feeling this week could be a little bit different. Yeah, and I think um, Sean McVay did a great job of sticking to the run game, right, with Michelle and then the addition of Cam Akers. That young man ran with a physical presence. So that's going to be another dimension uh, for this Rams offense. Now, I will say this. Watching that football game, I think they're a better offense when they're diversifying the football around to everybody. And I understand Cooper Cup has been great. But when the ball is, is passed around to OBJ, Cup, Higby, um, Jefferson, Cam Akers, Michelle, all these dif- different guys who can make an impact, I think this offense is more deadly. Uh, and Cooper Cup got taken away some of the times uh, during that game because he was being double-teamed. Uh, I actually seen them double-team Cooper Cup, I think, more so than I've seen them du- being double-teamed all year. But it allowed other guys to get targets, to get looks, and I think they're just a better overall football team when everybody is getting the football and, and, and out there making plays. We've seen OBJ. It was not him. He was not the issue in Cleveland. Uh, that's been obvious. But Cam Akers and Sean McVay being able to – uh, stay committed to the run game. Now you can do a lot of different misdirection. And uh, the offense that we've seen when they reached the Super Bowl a few years back with Jared Goff at the quarterback position. But you're right. Listen, they got to the to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Their deal now is to win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. But then that defense, Raheem Morris, I got to give him a shout-out, guy who was here in Atlanta um, coaching. He's done a tremendous job with that defense, and those guys play lights out. And if they can get continuous, uh, continuous pressure on Tom Brady, it can be a long day for him, for him as well. Especially if they can do it with just four. Oh, yeah. If they can yep. find a way to do it with just four, which uh, it's not like I would think that's impossible when you have the Werfs injury, when you have Jensen banged up, and you have the guy that, guys that they do rushing the passer, that's fully, fully possible, and it's – Look, the other thing that's always been talked about, Harry, is that 
you have a quarterback in Brady who does not like the pressure right up the middle in his face. That's right. And who's coming up the middle? Aaron the, Donald. The best defensive player in the game. <laughs> and I know how good that offensive line has been, but when you're as banged up like that, yep. it's going to play a big factor in the game. And then you have guys like uh, Jalen Ramsey, who can uh, match up with the Mike Evans, who's been phenomenal since he came into football league, eight seasons with 1,000 yards straight. But here's, here, here's the matchup I'm looking forward to. I want to know who's going to match up with Gronk, who's going to be able to slow him down, because I think that's the chess piece. And if they go to that three tight end set, how, is, how, how, how are the Los Angeles Rams going to defend this? Now, let's grant it. The, the last time these two teams played, the two teams are totally different right now. Deshaun Jackson had a huge play in that game. He's not even on the Rams football team. Uh, the Buccaneers didn't run the football worth of flipping that first matchup. They look like they're getting the ball to their backs more now. So um, I'm interested to see how this game is going to play out. But I would never count against a guy who has won seven Super Bowls and who is the GOAT, a living legend, Tom Brady. Let's get to the other game for a minute. Speaking of, well, I, I, I hate the word goat, but, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is obviously right up there. My problem with the word goat, Harry, is that there's only one in, in everything. There's only supposed to be one greatest of all time. There's not nine goats. <laughs> <laughs> bah, bah. Yeah, everybody calls everybody else a goat. They, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's really only one. But with the 49ers going into Green Bay, you like the Niners in this game a lot to actually go in there and win. So here's my question. Yep. Why? Because of their physical presence. You look at it, it's going to be very, very cold at Lambeau Field up in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But the 49ers don't care nothing about all that. They present a brand of football that not many people in this day and age want to play. That's physical. My guy, on oh, your guy. A hat on a hat, mano a mano. Who's the better man? Most of the times, the 49ers believe that their guy is going to be better. You look at a guy, the best left tackle in football, the best tackle, period, Trent Williams. You look at Debo Samuel, physical. George Kittle, the most physical tight end who could do it in the run game and the pass game. You look at the uh, H-back, fullback, uh, check, a guy who, who gets it done. So you look at their defensive line. Their defensive line, when Nick Bosa wasn't even in the game, Chris, mm. put a ton of pressure last Second week on half, Dak Prescott. Yes. A ton of, yes, and, and, and most of the times they do it rushing four. So if they can get to Aaron Rodgers rushing four and they can put a lot of guys back in coverage, and then they have some of the most athletic linebackers in the National Football League. So this team presents, presents so many challenges, not just for the Green Bay Packers, but just about everybody in the National Football League. And that's why I like this, 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 this 49ers team this weekend because in a game where weather's going to be a factor and a lot of people will, is Jimmy G going to be that guy? Remember a few years back when they played, they played each other in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G didn't have to do much. They ran the football down the, the down down the Green Bay Packers' throat. Yep. So I think Kyle Shanahan understands that he can lean on his run game. Now, if Green Bay stops that run game and, and slows it down, then that's when the challenges are presented uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Because now, if you have to force Jimmy G to throw the ball thirty to forty times. I don't think the 49ers will win that game. But if their run game is hitting on all cylinders, which it has been consistently since Kyle Shanahan has been in the NFL, then I think the 49ers are going to win this football game. You know, there has been a, I guess you'd call it a, a discovered star, so to speak, because of the 49ers in the postseason. And it's Mike McDaniel, their offensive coordinator, who is interviewing for the Dolphins head coaching job. And He's just a little bit different. 
This, this is a different dude. Like, for instance, take a listen to this. This is just a simple interaction with a reporter the other day on a Zoom press conference. Here's Mike McDaniel. Mike. Mike. Um, what is it about Debo? Who? What's up, man? Mike Jones. Let's go. What's up? <laughs> I mean, you know what he sounds like and he actually looks like? He looks like one of the guys in Superbad coming out trying to be cool. McLovin. By the way, I love McLovin. McLovin was my favorite um, character in that movie. McLovin is a badass, man. Like if you, if if Mike McDaniel tried to get into a bar with the McLovin fake ID, I I think he would pass as McLovin. Is that fair to say? Chris. I mean. Chris. Yeah. You're blocking McLovin. (laughs) You're blocking McLovin. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Nuno, and, and Nuno being the huge giant fan that he is right now, is ready to hire Mike McDaniel just based on that answer. Is that accurate? Yes, that and then, you know, those the other videos that have, uh, you know, just seeing the way his mind works when he's talking, I guess, at camps and things of that nature. It's just like there's something about him that you're like, he's weird, but I think if it if it hits, it's you have a a one of the best uh, head coaches ever. You know, Harry, we've all got those people in our lives that we could say this about. As Nuno just put it, he's weird, but I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> and and listen, sometimes, uh, but 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 I'll bring this up to you guys. Some of the 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 greatest people that we cherish in our country, uh, in our world, a lot of people thought they were what weird, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to be unorthodox and be different um, to to stand out, not purposely, but that's just who you are. And I don't mind it because some of our greatest inventors, some of our greatest leaders, some of the greatest people in this world or in this country, a lot of people at some point say it were weird. And that's not a bad thing. Look, this dude is he's going to if they win again. He's going to get a lot more attention here, not just about being a head coach, but about just the strange press conferences that he's having. And he's going to start to lean into it more, too. That's McLovin. <laughs> it's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And on your smart speaker, that's the NFC. Next, we hit the AFC. Why is it that Patrick Mahomes actually may have more pressure on him than his counterpart, Josh Allen, this weekend. Can you put the winner of this game in the Super Bowl? We will tell you if you can. Next, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. The Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions. Everybody wants to make this big deal about the AFC championship rematch, but it's a new year. This team's different than last year. Their team's different than last year. We're expecting a battle, and we know that it's going to be another fight for us if we want to try to move on to the AFC championship game this year. Let's just be blunt about it. A winner of this game going to the Super Bowl? Feels like it. What? That's what I said. You heard me. Didn't stutter. What what alcohol beverage you, you've been drinking this morning? Ah. It's early, so scotch. Uh, Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas on ESPN <laughs> Radio and ESPN Plus. In for Greeny today, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, please explain to me why the winner of the Bills-Chiefs game is not definitively going to the Super Bowl. Did y'all forget who the number one seed in the AFC was? No. Okay. Well, obviously, a lot of people have. Y'all just gonna count the Titans out like I, they didn't I see that jersey do what they did you. this year? You know, listen, I understand. It's, but it's, it's not about it's the blood. jersey behind me. It's about the play that this Tennessee Titans uh, shown this year throughout the entire season that that that, that earned them the number one seed. The King's back, <laughs> and we all know who the King is. The King's back. That defensive line, which is the best defensive line in the National Football League. Yes, I said it. The best defensive line in the National Football League. Wow. Wow. That's saying something. There's a lot of good ones. That's saying something. The best defensive line in the National Football League. The King's back. I heard. I heard. And yet we're not putting any pressure on Derrick Henry for being back this weekend. He don't believe in pressure. He's probably taken a couple of shots and some drills, but hasn't fully practiced yet. We're going to get an update on Derrick Henry and – the whole Titans-Bengals situation, in addition to other stuff around the league, Diana Rossini is going to join us in less than 10 minutes. But, Harry, having said that, now yeah. with uh, the King being back, I think there's a lot of pressure all of a sudden on Derrick Henry, and no. I know that they've won games without him, no. but it was not murderer's row that they were necessarily dealing with a lot of the year. No, no, no. They went through murderer's row, and they accomplished big things during, during uh, murderer's row when, they, when, it, when it was presented. Do I need to bring that back up? Do I need to bring the list of opponents back up? Listen, I I think you do. Because when I look at the Titans right now, and Mm -hmm. I look at what they had to deal with later in the year, you know, the last month, they really only played the 49ers, and that was about it. They only played the 49ers, the team that nobody wants to play. 
especially in the NFC. They only they only beat them, huh? Well, just that they beat team. Houston. They beat Miami. They beat Houston twice. No, 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 no. I'm saying you you just said they only beat the 49ers. Like the 49ers. Well, I'm saying they're the only slouch. good team that they beat, and they lost to Pittsburgh. Hold on, let me let me go back to something really quick because maybe I, maybe I'm maybe I'm I've been drinking. Maybe no 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 no. I, but see, I, I'm I'm bringing up the whole year because maybe I've been drinking this morning. Oh, maybe okay. I, no, maybe October, I've lost my hey, memory. Hey, but, uh, Buffalo. Back in October, you be Buffalo, oh. you be Kansas City. Ah uh, 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 Chris, you, you let me present Rams. it, Chris. No, Chris, you let me present it. <laughs> they beat Buffalo. Harry, Josh I'm trying Allen. to water down your point. No, That's they my beat point. Buffalo. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. They beat Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. They beat the Colts, Jonathan Taylor. They beat the Rams, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, the All-Star, the Monstars. They beat the San Francisco 49ers. Debo, where my gave me that chain? They beat all these, these teams. And the disrespect the entire year is going to stop right here, right now, on ESPN Radio from 10 a.m. to 12 noon on Greeny's show. Because even though we filling in for Greeny, I'm going to present it to y'all so everyone can hear it and know it. The disrespect is going to stop right now when it comes to the Titans. The King's back! Look, I'm not saying that the Titans aren't a really good team. They were impressive. I think they... Got a lot of these teams at the right time. For no, instance, no. they got Kansas City before they Every really turned game. things around. Chris, true or game false? They got at the right time. Every game they got at the right time. Did I yeah, mention, listen? Did they I, got did Buffalo I the back in October. Did, did Buffalo's I mention Mike playing Rabel? better. Did I mention Mike Rabel, who should win Coach of the Year? Did I, I, I mention love him? Mike did Rabel I mention him? Coach, love him. Did I mention him. Love him. Can't get enough. Titans aren't going to the Super Bowl. That's not happening. You know what happened to Josh Allen on fourth down when they tried to go in and win the game in in Nashville, Tennessee, not Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. You want to know what happened to Josh Allen? Ask Jeffrey Simmons. He'll tell you. Well, turnover on downs. So are you telling me right now that the Tennessee Titans are going to the Super Bowl? I said it in August. Why would I change now? All right. Well, you know what? You know what's on the line then? What? Meatball sub. (laughs) <laughs> that's what's on the line don't bring it up to Bubba because Bubba's waiting to get on me Bubba your thoughts Meatball Sub on the line on this wager he gets the Titans I get the field well where, where are we at have we established I first mean, of all he hasn't had, had it I mean that's clear is I that accurate Harry you've been to New York wait like a second you, in the last you went, four months. we did the whole New York thing that was your excuse you uh, said no, my trip got canceled my trip got canceled I we took we took pictures of you on the get upset you were running around this just in you were in every possible studio show in the seaport <laughs> I sent you a tweet we talked about it that we sent you stores and restaurants to go to to get meatball subs you're telling me it's like nine weeks later you haven't had a meatball sub yet what I'm is sorry, going on Bubba. here? I apologize, but I haven't had enough it, of your right? apologies. <laughs> Have a GD meatball sub. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are you going to apologize for not having a meatball sub? Oh, there's a lot of oh. anger coming out with a rough Bubba's week for Bubba. Me, and now Bubba's you want to make a bet because the king is back? <laughs> the king's back. <laughs> no one cares about the king. Have a meatball sub. What's this bet? What do you want to bet? I'm going I'm to send all y'all a picture. When I'm on when I'm on the field on Saturday before the game, and I'm a, and I'm a send, my caption is going to be if only a meatball sandwich was in my hand. <laughs> well, you're going to be in Tennessee. See, here's the thing. Listen, 
I, I'll buy it for you. This is where I'm going right now. I will buy it for I'm you. I'm sure they have plenty of great meatball subs all throughout Tennessee. No, but Wherever you, the best you need ones to get it. it. You don't need to get the best one. I mean, there are plenty of great ones. Yes. This is, this is hard to make a bad one, to be honest. You know what we have to put Harry on? Meatball sub TikTok. That's what we got to do. Because you go on a meatball sub TikTok, you'll be running to go and get it. <laughs> you will be running to go and get it. I mean, come oh, on. Man. I, honestly, Harry, I, I get where you're coming from with the Titans, and it's not disrespect. They're going to win this week. Fully believe they're going to win this week. But at the same time, to suggest that the winner of the other game isn't going to the Super Bowl, I think is pushing it, even though the Titans are the number one seed. I think both of those teams are better than the Titans right now, even though the Titans beat them both early in the year. I understand that. And they were a different team. Different team. Both of them. You don't want to hear it. Nope. Uh, Listen, I know somebody else is going to be outraged that you haven't had a meatball sub, and that's Diana Rossini, who's going to be down in Tennessee, and she is going to join us in just moments. And she has got the very latest on Derrick Henry, what is fair to be expected from the king being back? Mm. Stamp. It, it is all Stamping. next. The king's back. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The King's back. Ah, he loves it. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, right here in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying, play ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, will be in Tennessee this week for the Bengals and the Titans. I don't know why this is a recurring theme, Diana, but we have a problematic issue with Harry that needs to be addressed. It's been going on for quite some time. And for some reason, um, we had this with you with Orlovsky a couple of weeks ago on his god-awful cannoli take. Harry Douglas has never had a meatball sandwich in his life, and we have been haranguing him about this for months. And he's been up in New York a few times, still hasn't (laughs) done it. Just, I mean, your immediate reaction when I say that sentence, Harry Douglas has never had a meatball sandwich in his life. And my thought was, what? What a sad life to live. Like, how do you go about your everyday not knowing what, how delicious and tasty it is? In fact, uh, I had a game on Saturday in Buffalo, which got me home on Sunday, which traditionally my family is a is a big family day, and we, we pretty much eat the same 
dinner every single Sunday at one o'clock and we had leftover meatballs and my husband hates that we eat so early and I made him a meatball sandwich for dinner and and he's very happy and and quite overweight <laughs> see 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 Diana you know you, you know we had to get to this point I listen to to the lady I'm not listening to these guys I listen to you so now Diana I'm gonna take it upon myself to go get me a meatball sandwich because oh, here we go. of what yeah. you just said. No, Bubba, no one asked you anything Mr. right now. I'm talking Thomas. to Diana, okay? Now, Diana, I'm going to go get a meatball sandwich because of what you said. I trust you, Diana, so that's why I'm going to go get me a meatball sandwich now. <laughs> you you shouldn't trust anything I say, but you should trust my cooking. It is the only well, thing I do well. So I feel like if you're going to do this, I need to make the effort to make you one. So let's try to figure out a day where I can make you a delicious meatball sandwich, and, and I will drop it off somewhere. Or we will meet up somewhere, and we will video it for the world, yes. and we can get your immediate reaction to not just a meatball sandwich, but perhaps the best one you'll ever have in your life. See, Chris? There we go. Bubba, that, we, we squash this. This is over with now, okay? It, it, it's all Diana's going to take care of me. You you have you have been all about talk before, so we're we've made it easy for you. Diana can't make it any easier for you. We'll just see if you follow through. It's it's about actions. It's not about words, Harry. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the games this weekend. Diana will be in Tennessee, as we said, for the Bengals and the Titans. Well, first and foremost, where do we stand here on Derrick Henry and his preparations for coming back this weekend? So Derrick Henry's been back at practice participating in, I guess you could call it contact, and a lot of it actually. I was really surprised. Yesterday it was raining in Nashville, and I talked to some of the guys after practice, and they say they were slipping and sliding all afternoon. It was a really good practice. Derrick was out there with them, and and guys, you know better than anyone, if the head coach and the assistants are willing to roll out their best offensive player in, in poor conditions. Things must be really good for Derrick Henry. And sources I spoke with in the organization tell me that he is expected to start on Saturday. They'll uh, elevate him to the active 53-man roster on Friday afternoon. So all looks good. And Derrick Henry spoke with the media yesterday, and he was actually asked the question directly. And he did a really good job of uh, – smiling just slightly to let everyone know yeah i'm coming and i can tell you the Bengals know he's coming they they uh have been preparing as if as if Derek not only is going to be back but is going to be uh, a full part of this game plan with no with no hesitations the king's back now with that being said diana who has the most pressure on them this weekend is it Derek henry or is it ryan Tannehill? i think it's ryan Tannehill. actually um the run game has been productive this year they've done a really good job of figuring out a way to still win without Derrick Henry which guys there are days I wake up and I'm like how are the Tennessee Titans the number one team or the number one seed in the AFC it it blows my mind when you look at all the injuries they've dealt with and the games that they had to play and the better teams that they've played yet they won Um, and, and Ryan Tannehill is certainly a part of that but I think the identity of this team will always be the run game, and I think whether Derek is phenomenal or not, it'll still be strong. It's going to come down to whether or not Ryan Tannehill can take care of the football because when he has those games, like we've seen him in the past against Houston where you know he had four turnovers, that's where they're in trouble. And, and he should be walking into this game with nothing but confidence because not only is this Bengals defense beat up, but for his weapons, he's got Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry all back. We haven't seen those three together since week seven. Um, you know, we saw Julio miss a little time, A.J. miss a little time. But finally, 
they're they're all going to be on the field at the same time. So the passing game has to be part of part of their attack, and and it's it's really going to come down to if he can take care of it. Diana Rossini joining us, ESPN NFL reporter. She's going to be in Tennessee this weekend. So just to be to wrap up the Henry part of it. It does not sound like there's any expectation of having to limit him at all or a pitch count, so to speak. Mm-mm. From the conversations I've had with people, um, it, it seems that he they're going to allow Derek to play at the level that they want to use him in. And, and, and as good as we've seen him before, he was injured, broke the foot, got the surgery, now has that steel metal plate, um, which was, I thought, pretty comical when they asked, you know, any difference. Do you feel a difference in in your body out there now that, you know, you're coming off a of surgery and, and 10 weeks of rehab. And he said, well, I just have a steel plate in my foot and kind of acted like that was normal. I don't know about you guys, but I don't have any steel plates in any parts of my body. That, and I think I'd probably be very aware of it if I did. So uh, he's obviously not, uh, not too concerned about the issues or perhaps even the rust because that's always an issue. But we know running backs, we just saw a couple of running backs over the weekend return and they have no issue. And Diane, I'll tell you this. I had the opportunity to play with Derek Henry in Tennessee and in my 10-year career, I've seen no one work harder. I've seen no one with the more business-like approach to the game. And if it's one person that I am not worried about this weekend, if they are in shape, if they're going to be able to handle the physical load, it is Derrick Henry. I promise you that. I, I put my house on that. Yeah, no, and Harry, I'm so glad you said it because you can speak to it because you were in a locker room with him and you were a player. Um, as someone that watches him and, and just – that's all I can do, obviously, and have conversations with him and also follow him on social media where he likes to very proudly uh, post all his amazing workouts, which are all insane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, m- my takeaway from Derek has always been, you know, he is not the most lo- vocal leader. He's not the uh, Mike Vrabel type in your face screaming at players or teammates of his. He- he's more of a lead through example Yep. Do the work, get in, get out, you know, and, and that's why he's the captain of the team. You know, they have other guys in that locker room who take care of the the, the, the loud mouth end of it. But, but Derek has always just kind of kept his head down, been a pro, and has done the work. And, and when I've had conversations with him during this time away, when he's been rehabbing, you know, it's it's been nothing but the team and getting back, no distractions. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas on ESPN Radio, in for Greeny today. Okay, Diana, where can the Bengals have the edge in this game? I think the Tennessee Titans secondary. You know, you have Jamar Chase, who is lights out, an absolute incredible player who is dynamic. They've got T. Higgins, too. You know, that's something that I know talking to even the Titans defense yesterday about some of their concerns, you know, he said, one of the players was saying to me, you know, all this hype about Jamar Chase and it's deserved, but he's not the only one that causes all these problems. And of course, Joe Mixon in the run game, but the only, you know, the, the biggest advantage that the Titans do have though, are their front four uh, going up against this Bengals offensive line. You know, this is obviously the offensive line for since he's always kind of been suspect and has been an issue even going back to the draft, right? Remember before they picked Jamar Chase, there was thought that they would go O-line because they need it, and, and they still do, but they obviously uh, hit it out of the park with Jamar Chase. So, you know, you, you look at the Titans, you see what they did against Matthew Stafford and Patrick Mahomes this season, and, and they were able to contain them and get to them and sack them. And, you know, Jeffrey Simmons is licking his chops, cannot wait to get after Joe Burrow, but if Joe Joe can, can use his legs and get rid of the ball quickly. 
you know, this Titans secondary can go from from okay to really bad really quickly. Uh, I, I think sometimes because Tennessee's done such a good job of winning games, it kind of helps remove the memory of some awful moments that they've had on defense and it's been ugly and they know that. Um, so I think that's where the Bengals can, can really take advantage in the passing game um, against some older guys in the secondary. And Diana, I agree with you. When you look at the matchup between these two teams last year, you mentioned earlier about Tannehill taking care of the football. Well, he had a turnover in the red zone last year. you mentioned that secondary just now. Joe Burrow ate up that secondary last year. Granted, they're different guys, uh, but still, it was still uh, the same MO, the same scheme, and that mm-hmm. whole nine. And let me tell you what worries me about the secondary. Kristen Fulton and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase knowing him inside out. That, that, mm-hmm. that, that worries me <laughs> because they, they were no, together at LSU. I- it's true. Yeah, they, they were, the, the three of them have been talking about it this week, all their connections. Uh, and, and, you know, this time of year, there's so many, it feels like. Everyone knows everybody, and, and everyone's played each other, and, and you know, it, it's not as mysterious as I feel like it's been in years past where, you know, you're seeing teams match up against each other that know nothing about one another. But these guys are, are well-studied. And, and, look, you know, I, I, I'm – around the Titans a lot. And these guys are detail oriented masters. Uh, they, they may not always be the best performers, but the type of things that they pay attention to and that they get into, it's a very new England way there uh, for, for the good and the bad, believe me uh, in terms of how they handle their business. And, you know, they spend so much time going over situational football uh, in order to try to get that edge because they know they don't have the talent that we're seeing right now in the playoffs with other teams that have extraordinary defenses and, and even offenses. They know that that's how they can get them. And, and that's really what, what the playoffs are about, guys, right? A, a good run game, strong defense, and the details. And I think this is where they think that they can get the edge. But um, we, we saw Joe Burrow. Uh, we saw him against the Raiders. We've seen them really come in red hot. Uh, it, they are a tough team and and i i really think this is this is going to be a close game last one espn nfl reporter diana rossini with us you were in buffalo last week josh allen answered all of those cold weather questions now he goes to kansas city this week how does he handle this from a standpoint of going up against patrick mahomes because he's going to hear about that all week and also just the idea of going back to a place where you know they had a chance to get to the Super Bowl but couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. Uh, You look at what Josh Allen this offense do, seven drives, seven touchdowns. It was remarkable, Chris. I've seen a lot of football games. That may be one of the best games I've actually ever witnessed. Um, not that I not that you needed to just see it up close to get it. You guys all watched it on TV and understood that they were just rolling against the number two defense uh, in, in football and making the New England Patriots not only give up but look old, uh, which is incredible on so many levels. But I think they're they're literally rolling into Kansas City here, um, feeling themselves in a good way, in a confident way, going back to the Bills team that we saw at the start of the season. And you know, look, Josh Allen's going to tuck the ball under his arm and he's just going to run it down your throat. He is such a big man and so large and so difficult to bring down. He, you know, it's so hard to 
think about this matchup and not just sit here and talk about how incredible Patrick Mahomes is, because he is, and I would never overlook him uh, because he, he, he is Patrick Mahomes, and we know what he can do. But, but what I just saw from Josh Allen, I think that despite the fact that this Chiefs defense has improved so much, uh, you know, they're like a completely different looking group. Um, I, I think the Bills are just going to have the edge, and we didn't even really get into defense and, and, and how they're the best passing defense right now in football. Diana, awesome stuff. Enjoy Tennessee this weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy having you on. Meatball sandwiches coming on up. Hey! <laughs> there we go. Uh, she'll hook you up. There's no question. There's no question. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter. I do not doubt the cooking skills early. Uh, either Jersey, Italian, you're golden. You, you can't lose. You can't lose. Harry, quick hits. We've got a few minutes left. Let's yep. get into a t- reason why a team wins or loses this weekend. In short order, we start 4.30 Saturday afternoon. Cincinnati at Tennessee. The Bengals will win this game if a reason they win is if Joe Burrow goes off on that secondary, Harry. Well, yeah, that and then the Tennessee Titans defensively, they can't get any pressure on Joe Burrow. So that means, like Diana just mentioned, that secondary uh, is going to be handicapped, and then Joe Burrow has the, the plethora of weapons that he has. So uh, that's the reason why. Tennessee will win if Derrick Henry goes off and keeps the ball away from Joe Burrow. That's my take. I agree with that. But also, if Ryan Tannehill delivers the football to his weapons. we got to remember the Cincinnati Bengals, their back end, they aren't great against the pass. So if they can pass the football with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, first grade of tight end position, and other guys, Chester Rogers, then I think they'll have success as well. And they have to find a way, that if the Bengals are going to do anything on defense, find a way to get pressure on Tannehill. Uh, they certainly paid enough money in the offseason to try and do it, and they're without the Okajobi. back! Okay. San Francisco at Green Bay. Harry Douglas, the 49ers win in Green Bay if? Debo takes chains like he's been doing all season. Debo goes off. The run game goes off. George Kittle goes off. But Jimmy G doesn't have any mistakes. And we've seen what happens when he makes mistakes. San Francisco wins to me if they run the ball down Green Bay's throat. Green Bay wins if they show up. (laughs) <laughs> basically yeah let's get Aaron to rogers let's get to sunday the rams at tampa bay the rams will win if aaron donald is the best player on the field period meaning that he is in tom brady's face the majority of the day well i will go with he doesn't have to be the best player on the field they just have to be able to get pressure on brady consistently i think if they're able to do that they're going to get the victory and I think specifically that has to come up the middle. As far as the the um, Bucks are concerned, they're going to win if Brady is not under enough pressure because I do think their defense will be good enough to limit Stafford and the Rams enough so that they will score enough points. Yep, it goes hand in hand. Brady's protected. They have a great chance of winning this game. He's not protected. Then the Rams have a great chance of winning. 6.30, Sunday night, Buffalo, Uh-oh. Kansas City. The Bills will win if Harry Douglas... If Josh Allen puts that team on his back like he has done so many times. To me, the Bills will win if they limit the Kansas City Chiefs to 24 points. That's the number. That's my magic number this week. The Bills have the best scoring defense in the league. It doesn't have to be dominant. It has to just slow them down. Kansas City wins if 
I think Patrick Mahomes is just Patrick Mahomes, and it doesn't matter who is on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I think KC wins if their defense steps up and make big plays, right? Those guys are going to play man-to-man coverage. Uh, the Chris Jones and company, if they can get pressure uh, on, on – um, Goodness, I just drew a blink. Oh, Josh Allen. Oh, Josh They're Allen. Get pressure on him. back. Oh, you heard it. <laughs> you know that's not going away anytime soon, especially if the Titans lose and Derrick Henry's terrible this weekend. We'll have it back. Don't worry. Carlin and Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.